two guys, one epic journey. You're listening to The Supernatural Virgin. The following podcast is likely to contain adult language, descriptions of televised violence, and almost certainly spoilers for the CW's hit TV show, Supernatural. Supernatural and all related characters and elements are copyright, Warner Brothers Entertainment Incorporated, and no infringement of copyright is intended. Enjoy. Yes, we are back, and we are back with a vengeance. And I hope you're all keeping safe and socially distanced out there. Yes, these are very challenging times, but we are here to keep you entertained. Uh, let's hope so. Well, you can at least pass some time with us, even if not, you know, entertained. Remember, even if you are self-isolating, you're never really isolated if you're part of the SPN family. As you probably know uh, by now, he's Darren and he's a supernatural fan. And he is Vasco and he's the supernatural virgin. And together we are aiming to watch every episode of the CW's long running series, Supernatural. And thankfully, you all are coming along for the ride. Mm. What do we have in story this week? Uh, okay, so in store this week, we have got two quite different tales. The first one is Route 666, which is a, a bit of a riff on Route 66. Uh, and the other is simply called Nightmare. I hope this isn't all a dream. Mm. That'll piss me off. <laughs> no, no, it's not, it's not all a dream. But dreams are a feature. And some major plot developments are on their way, which I think you're going to be quite grateful for. Things are going to change very soon. Uh, excellent. Before we start, though, can we do a quick recap? Uh, sure, yeah. But I, th- I think that we either need to make this much faster than we've done it in some of the other episodes, or somehow shorter. If people listening uh, along with us do need a full recap, or perhaps the reason you need a full ca- recap is because you're joining in with us right now for this episode, my advice really is to go back to the start. We're only seven episodes in, and it'll be a lot easier for you to follow what's going on. Uh, that's very true, but... Uh, For my sake, can we just uh, just a quick brief, please? Yeah, okay. So, when Sam and Dean are little, their mum is killed on the ceiling of baby Sam's bedroom, as you do. And they, along with their dad, barely get out of the house alive. Dad becomes a hunter of all things evil and supernatural and raises the boys to be the same. But Sam wants more, and he leaves to follow his dream. Uh, But his girlfriend Jess is killed the same way as his mum, and soon he and Dean are back together looking for Daddy Winchester, who has gone missing. Or so they thought. It turns out, actually, he's hunting what he believes killed their mum and thinks he's close. But for reasons he won't share yet, he doesn't want the boys with him. Because he suspects Sam, and so do I. Well... Hmm. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on that. Anyway, several ghosts, monsters, and demons later, the boys are still united in finding their dad, whilst taking down whatever foul monsters they come across in the meantime. Uh, uh, are we seeing the demon girl who is after Sam again this time? You'll have to wait and see. Uh, okay, uh, but let's get not. going. <laughs> let's get going. I'm ready for uh, what was it? Route six six six. Okay. <laughs> So, before you say anything, it wasn't as bad as bugs, was it? You mean Route 666? No, but it came close, <laughs> really. I mean, horror on a budget. Yeah, okay. 
I'll confirm this now to save time. This was another of Eric Kripke's less favourite episodes. I can see why. And probably quite a few other people's less favourite episodes too. I do, however, think it was ambitious, in fairness. They they did try. Um, and it kind of reminds me a bit of Steven Spielberg's first feature film called <sighs> Duel, in, in tone at least. Oh, I can't, I can't believe you just said that. I hope Mr. Spielberg never hear you say that. Well, Mr. Mm. Spielberg, if you're listening, I can only apologise. Um, it also has a little bit of a Christine vibe going on, you know, uh, with the with the whole enchanted evil vehicle kind of stuff. But okay, let's park. Let's park the wider references. Um, Story wise, here we have Dean encountering an ex girlfriend uh, in a town where a pretty substantial ghost truck is killing people. Uh, yeah, and that's in a nutshell. Hmm. And what was this face from Bloody Mary that oh, had hands? Okay, yeah. <laughs> On that one, that was Remember? what I mentioned. Yeah, that's what I mentioned in last week's teaser. Okay, so maybe I was a little bit naughty with that one. Uh, it's the clock. There's a clock that keeps turning up in oh, various and <laughs> in various sets, usually in the motels, um, but not exclusively in the motels. So you need to keep your eyes peeled. And if, if you're listening out there and you you don't know about the clock, um, keep looking out. It's like a starburst clock. Um, keep your eyes peeled for that. Anyway, this story we do have some racist overtones. And it's interesting to see that Dean has actually broken the family rules and told his ex-girlfriend, Cassie, about what they do, much to Sam's surprise and shock. Well, uh, Sam and Dean do their Men in Black impression. Mm -hmm. I, I was quite impressed. And all it takes to get information is not to show ID and uh, say they're from an insurance company, mm -hmm. something like this. Mm -hmm. That was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. Um, and the story they hear about uh, the big black truck from the 60s is okay but uh, the ghost truck looks more like a pumped up uh, Defender from the late 90s yeah to and to be fair you are you are the car uh, aficionado so we, we I bow to your your knowledge he's quite obvious um, on a relationship note Sam is very surprised that Dean was not only in love with Cassie, which is frankly a surprise for Dean anyway, but also that she dumped him. It's clearly a very raw nerve for Dean, and he's evidently still got feelings for her. Uh, yeah, but it's a bit too much when they suddenly kiss, they suddenly have a sexual intercourse. Disgusting. <laughs> it's a bit uh, like a soap opera, even yeah. with the, oh, we're having, uh, we're making love now music, <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm all, I'm all for Dean having the sex. Um, but it was a little bit, I don't know, it just sort of jarred a bit. But if Dean's happy, I'm happy. And then the mayor, who looked dodgy and was kind of our suspect of the week so far, he then surprisingly gets bumped off by the killer truck. And he really did look like he'd been bashed by a truck. Yeah, subtle, but graphic mm. and this time Dean is doing the research interesting but killer truck in the garden is just not scary I, I find it a bit silly yeah so basically there's what could have been a really interesting background story we've got murder we've got race killings there's a cover-up there's all this going on and it's a little bit wasted on the whole killer ghost truck story which ultimately is dispatched through the usual salting and burning and a, and a new way to kill off a ghost which is drag it to hallowed ground around a church in this case the church is where the racist ghost cyrus that we um, we hear about has burnt uh that burnt, burnt down with a whole load of children in it which is you know a bit sick but it was a truck Ultimately, bonkers yeah completely uh, too much yeah like bugs on wheels literally if you wish but uh i will say i don't know if anyone noticed but sam didn't 
seems bothered by the idea that his plan couldn't could have failed and mm. Dean could have died. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder why. Let's move on. Never mind. Like Dean moving on from Cassie. Oh, that's <laughs> harsh. That so yeah, quick. next we had Nightmare. Bit different. Well, this had a story. Yeah. And the clock turned up again. But, uh, yeah, okay, let's focus on what we actually got here. Oh, you and your clock. Okay, uh, so Sam's nightmares are back. Yes, and then some. Here we get some strides forward towards a bigger plot. Not only do we have our sort of monster of the week in the shape of Max Miller. Yes, this was, wasn't was so uh, black and white, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was clearly a killer, but his motivation was also understandable, yeah. I can say. Oh, and Sam and Dean dressed up as priests look different. Yeah, very different. Yeah, Dean does like a snack or two. We start to see his hankering for uh, That's why for, he's my for some stanks. Uh, so, Sam's visions are working overtime at the moment, and they're no longer just coming when he's asleep. And this time we're having deaths that are beginning to mount up. We've got a supposed suicide and got decapitation by window. Sounds like uh, little Max had a troubled childhood and mm. a few tricks up his sleeves. But Dean wants to end him. Yeah, but Sam wants to find another way because he feels that would just be murder. But Max is onto them and isn't keen to go quietly. Sam is very much the soft approach to Max mm. and I do see where they, they're coming from. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Fletch, was it? Fletcher, yeah. Fletcher does a great job here as Max, like yeah. really, really good. Yeah, yeah. And in a plot news flash, Max's real mum died just like Sam and Dean's mum. Uh, so mums with magical children dies the same way. So are, are they both killers? Max is just more obvious about it. <laughs> and now when Dean is in danger, Sam's power grows even more yeah. and he can now move things with his mind. Mm. Mm. <sighs> that brings me back a few episodes back. Uh, What's happening to him? I knew he was a Jean Grey X-Men thing. Well, again, I'm not going to comment on that. Uh, but this, right? <laughs> but this is a, there is a tragic little story here, really. I think with Max taking the only way out that he could see, you can't help but feel a bit sad about him, really. And, yeah, this show at ta- over time, it really is a show about people who feel they don't fit in. I think... If, like Jean Grey. <laughs> yeah, possibly like Jean Grey. But I think a bit more, this is one of the reasons why the show has such a diverse fan base. Uh, it's a family that, if you like, chooses itself so that everyone, including us, can fit into it. But back to the plot, Sam, he clearly has something going on with his growing psychic abilities. So, oh, don't tell me you're right all along. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not confirming that, by the way. Um, and he also finally tells Dean that he can move things with his mind. I'd have probably led with that. Um, Dean pretends all is well, but is clearly a little bit worried no matter what he's saying to Sam. Yeah, he seems to ignore it for a, a bit. I was surprised. Like, he, never mind. Well, I hope this goes somewhere soon because we need it. Uh, shall we check out the supernatural socials? Yes, let's. Don't be afraid. So, what are people saying on out there? Well, we ran a poll on Twitter, and this time, Nightmare won. And it was more of an outright win last time, with 75% of the votes, which is not a surprise, really. No, and actually, Hippie Chick 73 told us that uh, she... Uh, detest any storyline that is about possessed vehicle mm. as it's too hard for her to suspend her uh, disbelief yeah 
I know what actually she's saying. Yeah, me too. Um, and also there's a terrible film out there called Maximum Overdrive. Apologies if you love it. Um, it's another Stephen King story. And it's uh, it's all about vehicles that come to life. And it's completely bonkers. And I'm moving on before I even talk about it. Uh, they Stalk Amongst Us said that Route 666 reminded him of bugs. No comment. Uh, he says that Nightmare, however, was a game changer. Hippie Chick 73 agrees with that. She loved it and uh, the character uh, development yeah. for Sam. Mm-hmm. And seeing his uh, developing powers. Yeah, and she also notes that empathy is one of Sam's greatest strengths. I think we will continue to see that, possibly with some of the more painful consequences in the future. Uh, Who else do we have? Brittany. Uh, Brittany also loved Nightmare and said we got glimpses of Sam's visions and his sense of responsibility for those he can't save. Yeah, we're really going to... And we also really see the strength in the brother's relationship. Sorry, I'm just conscious that Sam's uh, sense of responsibility is something that's going to grow and grow over time. Well... Never mind. Uh, we have a message from Mandy at manb 2082 mm. who liked that the humor grounds the show. Yeah, it also sets the up, uh, sets it apart from other shows uh, at that time. Yes, Mandy points out that shows like Fringe, for example, start to take themselves way too seriously. Something supernatural can never be accused of, um, particularly as it matures and, and goes along. Uh, he also liked Sam and Dean's costumes. Does he mean the um, priest? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, there's a there's a cheeky gif um, out from the outtakes, which once you see it, is very hard to unsee, and it makes looking at the scene where they arrive at the door as priests much harder to watch um, with any degree of seriousness. I'll show it to you. It's on the on the special features. Okay. Uh, also, in a follow up to last week, a big hello to Mandeep, who I know will be at the Crossroads convention in October. All being well. Oh, hold on. Is he uh, uh, Janet? Well, that's for him to say, not us. But maybe, maybe we all are. Uh, Okay, Uh, so thanks to everyone who left a comment and please keep uh, doing that and following us on um, at SPN Virgin Pod on Twitter. Yes, and at The Supernatural Virgin on Instagram. We really do value and appreciate your input. It's great to read all of your memories and your reactions. Uh, so what do we have to look forward to next? Isn't uh, this time for our teaser of the week? <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, so cheeky teaser for next time. You'll see there are monsters who aren't monsters. And oh, two reunions what? will take place. And one of those is a monster we've met before. Oh, okay. Well, none of those sounds like a clog this time. Well, there's also a recurring deer head on the wall, but I'm not going to go there today. Uh, So can I just also remind everyone uh, to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode, particularly in these times when we're staying at home with uh, not much to do. Okay, uh, and please look out for each other. That's right. Virginators, always keep fighting. You've been listening to The Supernatural Version with me, Darren. And me, Basco. With music by Bradley Burton. Please do remember to rate, review and subscribe. Adios, bitch. Jerk. Wait, why do you want me to say that? Don't be afraid.